Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to WTNS, Woman the Nurturing Spirit. It is Monday, May 21st. Today is our second I Love Myself retreat. And here in Arizona, it is hot and beautiful and sunny, mountainous palm trees. We are continuing to gather more evidence proving I love myself. Again, this is not about judgment, selfishness. Self-indulgence. This is about being you, your own uniqueness. This is about being authentic, knowing and living who you are, created, chosen, and designed to be. This is about you, keeping love present, and living in your now. The ten questions you were asked in love court we're just, again, the beginning of this amazing I Love Myself journey. Today we will continue our I Love Myself retreat with special guest Naeem, who is a friend and the primary creative partner in the I Keep Keep Love Present initiative conversation. This is about keeping love present and being and bringing you, your own uniqueness, a heart of excitement anticipation, and discovery to our I Love Myself retreat. So again, welcome. Thank you, everyone who have been listening and going on this journey with us. Remember to always have a spirit ready to breathe deeply, for love is in the air. Anyone with questions or comments, please call us at one three four seven. Nine four five six seven eight nine. We will return in a moment with Keep Love Present. Again, welcome to WTNS, Woman the Nurturing Spirit. I love my self-retreat. For those who are new to our conversation, Keep Love Present is a mind, body, soul, and spirit initiative designed to restore the integrity of humanity. Its purpose is to promote human excellence through the transformation of unhealthy emotions, unhealthy conversations, 
and unhealthy relationships into sound emotions, good positive conversations, and wholesome relationships. The goal is for one to become alive, honest, sincere, and accepting of the responsibility of creating one's own actions. I introduce and present to you Mr. Naeem Muslim, inspirer and primary facilitator of Keep Love Presence. Greetings and welcome again, Brother Naeem. How are you again today? Greetings to you. I am great. I really never left. I've just been waiting for this moment to come again. <laughs> so you've been, well, you've been holding on, you've been at the radio, you've been just waiting for us to come back or to just, yeah. you know, pick up where we left off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, because the conversation of love is just a conversation. When you get it, you're in it all the time. So you never yes. want to leave it. Brilliantly said. I love it. I, I love it. We are, again, excited to have you with us today, and we have been enjoying our Keep Love Present conversation with you. And last week, um, everyone, you, um, Brother Naeem shared with us about living and being in the present, the now, being the gift we are as we nurture our world. That was wonderful, my brother. Um, it was just awesome to talk about love in the present, love in the now. Was there anything else you wanted to share about that particular conversation before we get started with this other piece, the second piece? Probably. We just do it as we go. We'll just do it. Okay. It'll come in there somewhere, I'm sure. So let's just go ahead and get started again. So my first question today is, is love a what or a who or both? Wow. <laughs> Who framed that question? We need to take our time with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, oftentimes we talk about, we know that, you know, what's love got to do, the whole idea of what being something that can be tossed around like a ball or yeah. like an object, and then at the same time we turn around and say, oh, I love you. So I just wanted to yeah. just go into this conversation about keep love present and focus on the love word in this phrase, keep love present. And my so the question is, is love a what or a who, both or neither? You know, it can be all of those things. Um, as I sit here and kind of experience that question and be with that question, the first thing possible in my mind is that love is a, it's a language. Mm. It's a language, like the word love is a language and that word it sounds good and it feels good and it, it there may not be a better word in the English vocabulary to define this awesome energy that we are talking about and so because it's a word then love can become whatever word that we choose it to become. So can love be a what? Yeah, it can be whatever you want it to be. Um, can love uh, be a who? Yeah, it can be whoever you being. You know, so it can be all of that. But also, you know, love can be possibility. Love can be potential. Love can be whatever it is that 
you understand it to be wherever you're at in your understanding of love and or in your relationship of love. So, yeah, it, it's both of those things. I think I'm led by love to simply guide the conversation to what it is you say, you know, in your opening remarks about your own uniqueness. So when you think about you and your own uniqueness and and how the idea of what plays through your own uniqueness, you know, it is simply about what it is that you choose to do with this great, powerful energy. You get to manage this great, powerful energy. I'm also led to say that um, love is, in my experience, it's, it's not a thing. It's okay. not a thing. You know, it's it's uh, whatever it is for you. When it's a thing, then it becomes uh, that across the board for everybody. Mm. I'm, I'm feeling that it can be a thing. That thing that it becomes is whatever the thing you want it to be. So each individual gets to create whatever it is that they would like it to be. My thought is to free the idea of love from the confined idea that it is one thing or one particular thing. When I'm experiencing it as every human being on the planet has this relationship with this thing that we've been taught to call love, and in that relationship, we are going through a process to get clear about what it really is. And so it shows up as the possibility of whoever you're being at a given time. And I like that answer, yes. Thank you. Ultimately, uh, some of us, you know, we be around long enough to have great wisdom about it. And then some of us, you know, we may be, you know, our lives may be, but short, and we may not get it, except in every reality, there is a lesson or a message in it to support humanity in getting, like, what's really going on, and that is that love is present all the time, doing what it is that it does all the time. When we personalize it, when we make it a what, when we make it a who, when we do that, when you really, really, in my experience, is focusing on your own uniqueness, you actually get out of the way of others because you're beginning to focus on loving yourself. And in doing that, you really will find out that you don't have a whole lot of time outside of yourself when you're really loving yourself. That is so very important in my experience, because in doing that, it creates a space for people to be. We've been taught many different ways to look at this idea of love. In the work of Keep Love Present, our conversation is just to support people in deepening their relationship with whatever that is for them. And I think that's one of the beauties of the idea of keep love present because it allows people to experience it in that way. And I I, I think that that creates 
the possibility for people to feel safe, feel comfortable, uh, not judged, trusting, to just simply be themselves. And when love okay, is well, that, that, that go ahead, go ahead. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm ready to jump in like I always do. Yeah, no, no, jumping. <laughs> because the well, what? Keeps on present inspired. <laughs> yes. Thank you, thank you for giving me that 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 that, that, that love door. <laughs> I wanted to say this as you were speaking. I was being with the whole idea of because I grew up. I grew up as sense of childhood that um, the phrase "love is God" and "God is love," and and that's a good that's a good phrase. Nothing wrong with that phrase. I'm not wanting to really focus on that. At the same time, I'm thinking about this baby. This three, this newborn baby, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine month old baby, who has no conversation, who's not having a verbal conversation, and and has not processed that line, that term, that phrase, God is love and love is God. Yet at the same time, this baby is there's so much love emanating from this baby that this baby, can, you know, has just brought people to a place of just childlike, you know, sound coming from your mouth. You just, you just, you know, just, just this wonderful ex- expression of love is just constant from this baby. So as you were saying about love, you know, uh, the, the language of love not only being the words we hear and we speak, the language of love also just being in the be of who we are. You hear what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I, and I do. And you, you, you really help drive the point home because the baby doesn't have this language. And when we watch babies, I had five of my own, and in <laughs> the observation, it's just how they be, you know. And so when you look at this, how they're being, people trust babies. People, like, really coach babies. We cheer babies on. You know, we do all these great things with babies because they don't have a conversation that scares us or or uh, judges or judge us or um, be in conflict. No, they don't have none of that going on. They just store energy. And that energy, it draws you to them. You know, and it's framed sometimes in the language called unconditional love. And these babies don't bring them conditions. And I think that when we talk about love in back of the language, I think baby is an excellent example because then we're watching, you know, how love is working as a way of being, not so much a cognitive process or a rational process, but simply a way of being. And I think that that's very very important. I believe that to give people their power back is to direct them to their own love energy and that each mm. and every one of us has this love energy that we get to personalize in the aqua verb that we call your own uniqueness. I like that. Wow. Okay, so love, a what, a who. Um, so keeping love present, loving myself. Um, 
loving myself, loving myself. So let me go to this next question because I believe I'm going to actually ask a new question with the question, uh, the same question. I have two separate questions. I believe it's the, I'm asking the same question differently. So my question will be, why do you believe or feel that we struggle and can be challenged to keep love present? The human being is just a magnificent creation. You know, we were created in this perfect mold, and we learn to be unconscious of the fact that we are creators. You know, we either creating something healthy or creating something unhealthy. We're always creating. And because so we're creating love. Yeah. Well, we are love, and as a result of us being love, one of the gifts is that we create. And we're the only thing in the universe that creates in this sense. And so the challenge to the human being is always going to be a challenge and a struggle because the goal is staying connected with you. And in the world of millions and billions of creators, we learn to be get, we learn to become distracted, we learn to become confused, you know, we learn to get off course with ourselves. So keep love present supports us in being clear about what our responsibility is to ourselves. It doesn't mean that we may have the strength to honor that responsibility. We may have became ill willed as a result of many different kinds of experiences. So you're going to be challenged with yourself. And I believe that one of the major, major uh, keys to this is the way that we language our reality because how we language our reality uh, determines how we give value to a thing. And so when we are clear about the conversation as it relates to ourselves, it keeps you focused on yourself. When you okay. do that, when yeah. you do that, you can see things coming your way, distractions coming your way. You know when when you're off course with yourself, you know. And sometimes the way that that we're raised, we are shaped in certain kinds of mental, emotional, physical, and psychological patterns that may not be healthy. And as we grow older becoming these patterns and we become enlightened with, wait a minute, I need to be doing something different with myself. Now you're in this challenge with yourself to reclaim love with yourself. And when you reclaim it, then you got to get into the process of restoring it in your being and transforming what was into what's possible in this moment. And as we do this along the way, we should celebrate ourselves and any and everything that we do when we have breakthroughs of this nature you should celebrate yourself you should have fun with yourself because it's about being you and trust me as you know and I'm sure the listeners know and some people can articulate it better than myself uh, I'm the one that has the courage to have this conversation in this way, and so I invite all the other courageous people to jump in this conversation because in the practice of Pete Love Present and us being challenged 
one of the great challenges is reciprocating it, keeping this conversation going. Well, you know what, something, as, as you're saying that, I was being with the idea that um, it's, again, uh, not amazing, like, ooh, shocking, just it's something for me to, to think about and be with the idea that talk we can talk pe- people talk freely and 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 strongly about hate and and sadness and pain and fear and just 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 torment and rejection and we're talking about love and i'm just it's just something to get people to talk about love just love and then to talk about loving myself Loving myself, I mean, and even the ability to talk about loving God, because people throw God wherever they throw God, not a judgment. Just okay, talk about God. We we because we we there's a tendency at times to create this distance between me myself, the Creator God. Talking about loving myself, talking about bringing love up close and personal to my nose and my ears and my eyes and my very being, the very breath, the very energy, the very life I'm taking, the steps I take, the the, the way I do things in life, talking about loving myself, getting people to have that conversation. I've been like, wow, can we talk about love? Can we talk about loving yourself, loving myself, loving how do you love yourself? And the eyes, people's eyes book out. They almost become uncomfortable. I don't want to talk about that. No, you know, I, I don't want to talk about loving myself. I just and then we go right to what's wrong with me. What's yeah. wrong with me? What's wrong yeah. with me? When you talk a little bit about that and your your journey and loving yourself and that process that you took, because I know I had to take it, um, getting to a place where I could talk about loving myself the way we're talking about it right now. You know that. That that's definitely a journey because I know for myself, I learned along the way from innocent people how to be scared to be me because the requirement was to fit into a particular thing or measure up to people. And these are not foreign foreign conversations. You know, I've heard that from other people. We hear these kind of conversations all the time. I'm led, I'm led to say this. And that is these conversations that we are having that does not allow us to be present with ourselves, take them on and take them on in this way. Take them on by not having these conversations anymore. When you, wow. when you truly take on, keep love present, something is going to happen. And and it will happen for people differently. And I give you a great example for me. When I was in high school, I told my mother that I didn't want to go to English because I, I didn't trust the language. Because every time people said one thing, they did something else. Well, I didn't know that that wasn't a language. You know, I didn't realize that that was people being out of integrity with mm. their words. And my youthfulness, though. It made me not like the English language. And so, you know, I devised a little scheme where, you know, I just do enough to, to get over and pass and and keep on moving. And as I grew older, um, there were some pros and cons, some positive and negative with that particular attitude. But one of the things that I learned 
is that for me, when I'm, because I'm not really developed in the the structure of the English language, I get my language through inspiration, and that 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 was just powerful. So, so often for me, uh, my language comes to me with my purpose, mm. and so in doing that, at first I felt. Like, I wasn't having the right kind of conversations. You know, I didn't talk the way other people were talking. And, you know, so I, I felt like a misfit. Only to arrive at something so much deeper, and that is where we're going right now with this conversation. Have it any way that you hmm. need to have it. I know uh, one of our friends and coaches, Vanella, we talked about her in our last conversation. She always say, you know, you know, when it come up, let it out. Yeah, it and is. See, and sometimes we learn to judge it because of how it makes other people feel. Well, I think that that's yes. part of the plot. Because when you can get people to to be scared to love, mm. to be scared to honor themselves, then I think that you've done a great job in suppressing the human spirit. Mm-hmm. The goal mm-hmm. to keep love present is for an individual to start taking a very close look at themselves so they can free themselves. And I'm talking about it in this way, in a philosophical way, without a lot of concrete examples because I am learning that this conversation of love is about me. And it's it's not about everybody in my world. It's about me. And so so as I get it, it directs me to other people who are getting that it is about them. And so, you know, people who really get that, that keeping love present is about them, you know, they start working on stop judging. They start working on stop blaming. They start, start working on excuses. No, you're taking responsibility for creating your life, and there's something very powerful yes. and yes. about it that no one will understand except for yourself. And when you do this, we talked about it last week, how you shift from mind to spirit or mind to being. You know, and just honoring your being and allow your life to unfold like any blossom flower because we are our flowers and we're here to provide something in the world and nobody knows what that is to you. And as you take on the conversation of people love present, people may not understand where you're coming from. And guess what? You have to learn to be strong enough to allow that to be all right. You generate that strength by taking on the practice because the lesson comes from within. There's a proverb that says when the pupil is ready, the teacher will appear, and that teacher is within you. And no one's going to hear that conversation except for you, and you have to learn to trust that. Do the work that you need to do so love can reveal to you you, so the practice can give you you back. When yes, we watch the yes. TV, I remember my daughters one time, we, was on a, um, we were on the bus. I didn't have a vehicle at that time, so I was using, the, you know, the – public transportation, and my two daughters said, they, they concocted this little game they wanted to play with me, and one of them said, Daddy, what big nose you have. Like that, right? I was kind of <laughs> like embarrassed, right? They didn't see that as embarrassment. They were just being themselves, doing mm-hmm. whatever it is they want to do. You know, babies, they do not think about none of these issues. That's just who they are. Weren't we once babies? So how do yes. we learn to stop being free? How do we learn how to stop being true to ourselves 
and get locked up in these boxes and stop self being self expressed and allowing our mind to become its own judgment, you know, against yourself. No, we have to get back to what it is and each human being has their own right to their own journey and reclaiming the beauty of their own heart and the beauty of what love is for them because I believe that each and every person has their own story about it. I don't think it's a thing. I think it's a thing that we make it be. Correct, and correct. Me, and again, yes, again, I'm thinking children. I'm thinking babies. I always go to babies and children. When I think of love and when I have a conversation of keep love present and love with folks, uh, and particularly you, especially at this time, I'm thinking about how we spend years, the first years of the child's life, teaching the child to love him herself. And we do it by teaching the children how child, the baby, the infant, how to eat, take care of itself, wash self, dress self, love self, kiss, 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 kiss. Oh, the baby just gets kisses, kisses, and hugs, and, and smiley faces, and kiss, kiss. And that's that training. That's that, that conversation of love. Love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. And then one day, the child is just, again, standing flat-footed in this amazing place of loving myself, and now there's this comment or this reaction that that's not the, you're just you 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 you're out of order and like what what happened and because I'm thinking of this journey and why the struggle again why do we why is there a challenge and a struggle to keep love present when we spend the first years of a child's life of our lives. Many, many, most, there are some of us who have been brought up in some, some challenging situations. I know that. I'm not going to, you know, act like I don't know that. I do know that there, I just believe that the creator, that God has allowed moments in everyone's life to experience that love, that love, you know, to be expressed, that love to shine somewhere, that somewhere, Sometime in each of our lives, regardless of the beginnings, regardless of what may have taken place in early years that was not supportive in us loving ourselves, that there's something there. Because what happens, a lot of times uh, we grow up and there's this love that's been there the whole time and it, 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 it carries us, it, 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 it supports us. It saves us, it blesses us, it challenges us, it grows us. So I just believe, it, like you said, it's always there. So I'm thinking about, again, when we grow up and we are taught and we are groomed and we're created and we um, to and prepared to love ourselves, and then something, somehow, some word, like you said, language, a language shows up that challenges that love that we have for ourselves. You know, Jackie, let me just add to this, because um, I, I feel your commercial break coming. Yes. <laughs> while you were talking, very great, very great. <laughs> while you were talking, um, I'm led to say that that was a very good example. What I would like to add to that, though, is that when we talk about love, we're talking about knowledge, too. You know, the loving Excellent. of self. Is, is about knowledge, okay? The, 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 the human being, you know, comes from a, a sperm and an ovum, you know, things that we cannot see with the naked eye, and then nine months later, here we are, this baby, you know. So we are naturally loaded and formed 
by knowledge. And what happens is that somewhere along the line, our understanding of love and our relationship of love many times is actions of knowledge and just basically an emotional relationship. So, for example, like the way that we feed our children. Yes. You know, we we call it love, and we may be giving them very unhealthy food. Mm. And we don't recognize that that the body has a requirement, and when we don't have knowledge of what that requirement is, then just putting food in our children's stomachs is not enough because we are what we eat. When you apply love, mind, body, soul, and spirit, give it some distinctions and start start becoming knowledgeable in those distinctions so you can pay attention to exactly what it is that you are doing. We've learned how to be codependent. You know, one of the the evils of being codependent is that you learn to look for somebody else to do things for you that you can do yourself. Mm-hmm. We call it love. We may call it love. You know, the little boy, he falls down and, you know, he scratches his knee and we run over there, oh, my God, howl and scream and pick him up, you know, and rub his knee when maybe he can get through that himself. And then him getting through that himself, then he learns this internal strength and this great power that he has. When we don't allow for these kinds of experiences, then we don't we don't give our children enough time, or yeah, enough time to access their own strength and their own Excellent. power. So this whole idea about you know how we are loving our children, we have to become knowledgeable because the key is that that knowledge will make you transparent. And what that means is that you will recognize that your job is to keep that child present with themselves. And that can only happen when you're present with yourself. But we have to become knowledgeable of what it is that we're doing so we can recognize that what we're really, really doing, we just keep in order in a universe and in the universe of ourselves that has already been put in order. So our job is not to mess it up. Knowledge keeps you from messing it up. Excellent. Okay, let's think about that, audience. Let's, um, listeners, let's think about what, what was just said, the knowledge of love. What I do to myself, I will do to my child, to others. I love myself, and, and that's why I bring up the conversation, the, um, the verse, um, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And a neighbor is anyone other than you, your children, your loved ones, the folks you live with. And so at this time, we're going to take a music celebration, and we're just going to think about the, 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 the uh, what Brother Naeem just said um, about love and about keeping love present is starting with myself so that I can feed, take care of, and nurture those in my life with love.
Well, welcome again to the I Love Myself Retreat with our guest, Naeem. This is just awesome. Are you breathing in the love that's in the air for you, your own uniqueness? Again, it is one thing to know and love yourself. Keeping that love present in you so that love is in every relationship, every conversation, and is continuous through your life's journey must be activated. I am excited about this conversation. It's rare to have conversations as, about love, as I spoke earlier, spoke with um, Brother Naeem earlier. And I'm glad that we are able to have this conversation be continuous. Notice that we will not even end. Love is not an ending conversation. It's always going on and on and on. And so, again, should anyone have any questions or comments, you would like to call us so that you can, um, you know, chime into this conversation. Don't just call in and listen. Call in and be part of our conversation. The phone number is one three four seven nine four five six seven eight nine. And so what I'd like to do is to ask another question, Brother Naeem, that will continue the conversation of love. Why is loving yourself so important? Well, in my experience, when I wasn't loving myself, I was getting sick. Mm. Stress, anxiety, medication that had side effects that would grow an extra ear or another toe. I know how you know. Yeah. We are the we are the microcosm of a very beautiful macrocosm and that macrocosm is the universe and you know, we are a perfect model of what that is and and in the atmosphere of this human experience we see how nature does what it does to balance itself and keep order with itself so we can have a sustainable life. Well, that's what we are to be doing with ourselves, to stay whole, to stay healthy, to stay complete, to generate reality, to pass on heritage, all the great things that involve this human experience is really based on how in touch you are with you. Mm. It is so important that this whole idea at your own your own uniqueness, your own uniqueness, not everybody's uniqueness on you. No, your own uniqueness. And in that language, you know, I'm experiencing that there's a part of me that is very sacred, and then that sacredness allows me the possibility of becoming why I am here. And so my ability to use my willpower to focus on my own uniqueness is essential to sustaining my life. I don't like headaches. You know, I don't mm. like uh, being sick and, and <laughs> you know, feeling unhealthy yeah. and tired and having no stamina. You know, prior to, you know, becoming this, this, this uh, skeleton that's, clothed with flesh walking the earth, you know, journeying in 
my mother's womb and even from my dad's scrotum, you know, had to be really energetic and really great and really powerful and really willing and really purposed to even be here. Yes, you know, I just looked. So it's funny. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say I just yeah. looked at the movie. Look who's talking. <laughs> go yeah. ahead. <laughs> yeah, and it's real cute the way that that movie starts out with the little sperm having a conversation journey, and you know, and this is like our humble beginnings. And I believe that this is the, one of the miracles of life that we get to look back at that whole process, so we can see that we are the miracle of life. And then that process, the knowledge of that particular experience is teaching us who we need to be in this world among other human beings. What would be possible where we allowed each other their own beingness and generated the conversation of the gifted? And when we speak to each other, we speak to each other's gift. That would be an awesome, awesome place awesome. for us to be. Awesome. There's people all over the world that's having this conversation. They're having it in many different ways. When you see yes. uh, great institutions being developed, no one person did that. It was the gifts and talents of other people. You know, when you see great technology, no one person did that. You see uh, many gifted people, you know. So this conversation is only introducing people to the door of all of these other great conversations that they can be involved in because, really, you know, people get sick and tired of talking about nothing. Yeah. When you talk about nothing, it means that you're not seeing yourself any other way. <laughs> you know, so when we start having wholesome conversations, because we start getting clear, wait a minute, like I am somebody and, and I'm here for a particular reason and nobody can help you with that. They can only inspire you and encourage you. You have to do the work. You do the work, and then great things happen. You don't do the work, and things happen. You just might be on medication, or people might not like you. You may not be personable. I tell you, I'm just an expert at just not being personable because, you know, uh, as I grew up, I just wanted everything to be right because I thought what I was doing was right, and it was right. I know that I was right. Nobody could take that from me. What I had to learn is how to be right because everybody yeah. has right to being right. So I was a bully, you know what I mean? I was a bully. Wow, you know, wow. That hit somebody in the head. You know, the person that was so right that I didn't allow the next person to be right. In the practice Ooh. of people, you get the, sacred, the sacredness of your righteousness, and you begin to become humble. So people will feel blessed by your humility and blessed by your righteousness because it shows up as a gift and as a service and as some form of reciprocation, you know, to them. And people just want to be connected. Love keeps us connected. When you love yourself, then love just walks or walks with you everywhere you go. It falls out of your pocket. It comes out of your mouth. It, you can see it through your eyes. You're hearing it. You're smelling yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Everywhere, and because it's been made a thing, then we live in it like it's a thing versus generating it. When we talked about that conversation of the now, to stay in the now, when we do that, we are consciously performing acts of love, and those acts of love 
will generate possibilities. And those possibilities create the space for other possibilities. And don't people want to be in their conversation? One of the things they say about our children is they have um, authority issues. Yeah, you will have authority issues when one person wants to be the authority over you versus you having the right to be your own authority because yeah. your own uniqueness makes you an authority as it relates to the gifts that you bring to the world. It don't have to be eloquent. It don't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be none of that. Whatever it is for you, be all right and let it happen. You know, I can hear somebody have this conversation in a much more articulating way than you and I are having it. I'm not upset about that. Neither I'm feeling, am I. Real good, feeling real good about having this conversation in a way where I don't want to make the mistake to mislead people and to tell people what love is. No, love is me. I'm telling people yeah. love is me, and sometimes it look good, and sometimes it look bad, and when it's looking bad, then there's some part of me that I'm not loving myself and I'm allowing it to take on that. You know, when I'm laying in the bed and I'm sick, there's some part of me that I wasn't doing and it looked this way. I'm taking full responsibility for me, and by doing that, I don't have time to get in the way of you doing what it is that you do. And, see, we're talking about the perfection of love. And when I say that, this is what I'm saying. The perfection of creation I, as an herbalist, I know that every plant, every thing that we put in our mouth has both a positive and a negative to our bodies. The, the, when people create, when our scientists or herbalists create a product for us to swallow, whether it's a vitamin C capsule or some kind of herbal concoction, that's because they have mixed together the proper balance of nutrients so that one actually neutralizes the negativity of another so it doesn't bring us harm to our bodies. The same thing in life. We come here, love is love. And like you said, so when it shows up looking like it's not so much love, it's just that the balancing is that love is still love. And when we allow ourselves to just um, choose to live in the present, as you were saying last week. I was listening to you earlier talk about being right, and I said that was so powerful because I connected last week's conversation with what you just said. I'm living right now in love. I'm living, keeping love present right now. I'm, so when I keep love present in this moment, I'm right, you're right, we're right because we're right because we're in love. Love is what we're all standing on. Love is what we're all living from. Love is what we're all focusing on. It's about love. And so the rightness of everybody on the planet works when love is the reason, the foundation, the energy, the expression, the practice, the action of why it is we're doing what we're doing. I just love the idea that, you know, why is loving yourself important? Loving myself is important because when I'm not loving myself, then I disappear. I don't bring my gift to to, to others. I don't love myself, and so I don't know, and, and, and not loving myself, and I know, as I talked about it in the love court, knowing myself is loving myself. And so as you were talking about the idea of starting with me, I when I don't love myself, I know that something about me that I need to be present with. I'm not practicing 
love. I'm not the action of love. I I, I chose for a moment. I decided to, to let the let that negative part of that whole that energy be engulfed. I decided to turn off the light, turn off the light, and live in the darkness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I had to do was flip the light back on. Everything yeah. is still what it is. And just that That's simple, funny. just making that decision in my moment to keep yeah. love present and love That's myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead. When you, when we do exactly what it is that you're saying, Lady J, this explosion of free expression takes place because it inspires you. Yeah. When 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 human beings are withholding, when human beings are suppressed, then the gift of love is suppressed with them. This conversation inspires people to get involved because much of our reality exists in language. When they get involved and they begin to share, wow the possibilities of clearing the air and sharing their truth about what love is for them and how they have taken on the responsibility to use their personal power to do something awesome in the world is like a chain effect. You know you you know how you take and put those dominoes up and you're not yeah. going down and you have the domino effect. And when people free themselves and have this conversation, that domino effect takes place. That's not an easy conversation. It sounds like it's an easy conversation at times, but people have learned to accept abuse as a mm. natural way of living, you know, and some of us require an abusive experience to feel like <coughs> we belong or we are a part of something when that's a learned Behavior. Yes, so we have is. to learn the two kind of behavior. You know, take it on. It's no mystical thing about this. This is about doing the work. And one of the things that we share that assists you in getting to this space is knowledge. Seek knowledge because you will become enlightened. Don't just listen to what everybody is saying. My conversation about keep love present is just my conversation. I mean, I have a friend, uh, Victor Golden. Yes, yes. This man, this man, when he speaks, the way that he frames language, I always say to him, he said, I always say to him, man, you know, like, so you need to be out there talking about keep love present because you talk about it better than I do. And he says to me, he says, he says that it's not about that. It is about you being inspired. You're inspired with this. Just have yeah. the conversation because it inspires other people. Because I speak from the heart, so I'm not looking for how to say this pretty. I'm just speaking from the heart and supporting people and just going back and reclaiming their heart and allow their life to to unravel and and present itself so they can see who they're being, what they need to do to become who they choose to become, free themselves from, you know, the yoke of this miseducation and all of these unhealthy experiences and ideas that we've been taught, like love is blind, love is blind, or mm. love hurts, or love stinks. Well, when you start believing that, the very thing that we need, we're going to be afraid of and scared of. The very thing that we are, 
then we're going to end up hating ourselves, believing stories like that. So when you take on Keep Up Present, love will tell you the truth about itself. One of the things I like to leave people with, and that is consider love only love, love only love. So when we consider that love only love, then we will no longer allow people to make love responsible for our hurt, our pain, our demise, or any other unhealthy experience that we have. It puts us in a situation where we got to stop and take a look at what is it that I'm doing or I'm not doing that have me in this particular kind of experience. My ultimate goal is to keep love present. And in the paradigm thought of keep love present, we say keep love present every moment at a time. Love it, when you love it, love it, love it, love it. And you want to see love every moment. Every moment. Every moment at a time, you're doing some work. That's you work. cannot make your eye. You cannot make your eye. You are doing <laughs> some work. Yes. Oh, what yes. a good yes. feeling. And what you give people and what people get from you, you know, when you're taking that on because you're only going to acknowledge other people because that's where you have with yourself. You're only going to share beautiful conversations and accolades with people about who they are. You're only going to encourage people to continue striving and doing healthy things and not talking down to each other and not struggling and fighting and being in these tug of wars that we've learned to be in when you're divided from loving yourself. Well, folks, this is Lady J, and I agree with Brother Naeem. Reclaim your heart. Thank you for loving yourself, and we look forward to having each of you be what? A flame of love, fire with purpose in your keep love present conversation. And I want to just ask you, you know, folks, listeners, go to someone, find someone in the next seven days and just have a conversation about love. Let's talk about love. I want to talk to you about love. Not about in love, like we, uh, you know, falling in love and all that. Love. Let's just have a conversation about love, about love. And then should you want to go and have extend, extend that conversation to say, let's talk about keep love present. How would we keep love present here with us? Um, so let that be something that you want to um, be with and practice with in your love conversation, in your loving yourself um, in um, conversation. And, again, here's a question I want you to think about until our next conversation. What is the most important word in our keep love present conversation? I want to thank you again, Brother Naeem, for your words of inspiration, um, the idea of knowledge, you know, just, just, just not the knowledge of love, which to me is like the intimacy of love, knowing, knowledge, knowing, Knowing love, knowing myself, we are excited to have you for another week. Uh, wow, this was quick. We had to have you come again. <laughs> and I just wanted to say we have like two minutes. Do you have some final words? Yeah, I'd just like to know how is everybody doing with saying keep love present 49 times a day. <laughs> okay. We, we ask you to distrust <laughs> the conversation, take on the request and allow it to do what it is that it's supposed to do for you because it is sacred, because you are sacred, and it is your responsibility to bring your uniqueness to the world. In the spirit of keep love present, I love you. I will continue loving you. 
and I need you to love you so you can love me because I'm a real big crybaby. I need <laughs> love. I need love. I, I need, need love. love. Oh, that's a nice. I, I need, need love. love. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. See, okay, you get ready to start some stuff. <laughs> start the I Need Love campaign. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your week. Keep love present. KLP, my, bro- KLP, my brother. And L-I-P to you, meaning love is present. <laughs> All right.